All right, next. I'm uh, very grateful for the this week that's been an opportunity to be reminded that life happens in each moment and to be more mindful of every one of those. Thanks. The essence, very good. I'm an oldie moldy and have been doing this a long, I'm very moldy, I've been doing this a long time at, with Ruth and I, uh, I apologize to people for not being able to attend the whole retreat. I was here for three days and then came back last night. But um, I I loved um, the sits bones and the worm. That was terrific. And I'm, ah, there it is. There it is. Good. Oh. I prepare a few sentences in my mind, beautiful sentences, but uh, now that I am the microphone and these people rushing to me, I, I don't know what to say. But uh, I have been very touched by, touched by your, your love and your, your energy and your the teachers around you the dedication they have for the Dharma and for all of us. Uh, I have been touching many, many uh, places. Uh, so the only thing I can say now is thank you, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. the most important thing that I want to thank you for is how I've been able to integrate the teachings on a much deeper level. Um, I learned the difference between fun and joy <laughs> and um, I've had a lot of loss in my life so I didn't know that I was coming to grieve on a deeper level and integrate the loss in a way that feels very powerful, in a way where I am not holding on to the attachment of grieving. Um, but now, I, I feel like it is really a new chapter for me. So, I thank you so much for that. And I, I really was able to, after the one thing I want to share with everyone is that after the, the grieving, uh, or the um, the talk on impermanence and death, um, I, w I went up into the hills and um, buried my grief. And it was very powerful after hearing your story of the cremation. Um, I allowed myself to bury those dear family members that I have carried around with me on another level, so thank you. Wonderful. I wouldn't have liked to miss that, to hear. And if they get, think they get short with 
a short time for cleaning, I go and help them. <laughs> and many will come and help me too. We will compensate, tell them that. They just don't start in another tremor to go because too much to do in too little time. Yeah? All right. Can't stay. Okay, next. <laughs> that is Christina, huh? Yeah. And I w- Johanna. Yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for introducing me to my body <laughs> in a whole new way. She didn't know she has one. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Feel that. Um, I came in thinking I was going to have all these thoughts and emotions come up. And the first few days, I just said pain in my body. That Such was a it. delusion. This will come and I hurt so bad physically that I was stretching and massaging and just doing anything to get rid of it. And Ruth said, you stretch too much. And so, okay. So I'm not going to try to make it go away. I'm just going to sit with it. And I'm going to sit and not move. And that, and that was the day that you did the guided meditation, the long, over an hour guided meditation yeah, through yeah. the body. <sighs> How was, wonderful. That was one of the hardest things I've ever experienced. And I got up, I couldn't even move. I just slow out of the meditation hall. Everybody else was at lunch. I could hardly make it down the hill. I sat on the toilet for, you know, forever. (laughs) I was really present, let me tell you. (laughs) And I go down to change my shoes so I could go down to, I knew I I had to get down there because I had to do work meditation. And Ruth comes out of her room and she says, Ah, good, I see I'm not the only one who was late to lunch. (laughs) And I said, and then that, or just her presence just, just brought the tears and I just, she said, were you with us in the meditation hall? And I said, oh yeah, I was there. <laughs> and I just started crying and grasping and feeling that pain. And she said, now you know Duca, my darling. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> and, and she said, but stop. You don't, you don't need to relive it. You don't need to grasp onto it. You don't need to, you don't need to do this. To hold on. You don't need to suffer all over again. <laughs> and I, I felt like a little child who looks to the parent to figure out whether it should cry or not, and I just was like, oh, okay. You should have seen that moment. What a quick transformation it was. And she just didn't smile. It was really authentic that next, this stage, when she dropped it. It was the experience of, like Stormy was saying, stepping back to give it space and Mm. letting the dukkha be there. And I was here, and then there was just love. And the trees were so beautiful, (laughs) more beautiful than they've been all week. And... It was just a really beautiful day, hard and beautiful, and it's, what it's given me, to, what I've been able to maintain is, is that ex- know, knowing what that means to step That's back, it. but no. also being able to sit 
being able to sit in this position and maintain it and love it. I love sitting. <laughs> and I love my body and I love mindfulness and the Dharma. So, and I love you. <laughs> Every word spoken here from your heart is my belated birthday present. <laughs> Nothing can surpass it. I feel some fear. <laughs> Much more than I've felt in a few days. It loaded on Okay. <laughs> feel much fear. Um, I have very recently been through a very interesting experience with physical um, and mental... Uh, Give yourself time. <sighs> pain and um, separation, an experience in which I thought that I was dying. And uh, just notice you're sitting on your ground on Mother Earth and your feet feel it. Perfectly. Okay, yeah. So. Slower when you let your gasping go away, not bring it down to your, send it into your belly. Trust yourself. You know you can do it. There was, for me, a, a bridge or a, a bridge um, built through the experiences here between identifying pain. Hmm. in my body and feelings, emotional feelings and and my thinking, um, which I didn't see in the past. It's now, it's misty and sometimes it's clearer and it makes me feel so grateful to trust that that bridge is there. Thank you.
very delicate moments, but very powerful for strengthening. Yeah. I don't dare to let it go, because uh, you would think I'm enlightened, and I'm not. So, <laughs> thank you very much, Ruth, for all the effort you have put into your practice, and so you can uh, teach from such a depth uh, in the Dharma. I'm, every time I'm with you, every day, I'm grateful for that. Antoinette is behind you. Uh, I think I'm most grateful for the realization that no matter in how bad shape I arrive at one of these retreats, and I arrived in quite bad shape this time, I was very rushed and very caught up in the world, mm -hmm. and it took a long time. I was many days in the, in the wilderness <laughs> sitting here. Uh, no matter how, you know, if you give it enough time and step back and widen your awareness, then yeah. eventually the understanding does come and the connection does come. And I'm most aware, f I'm most grateful for the realization that one can practice Vedana as a separate practice, as, as you did last night, just understanding that. Uh, identifying the feeling, the fragrance. Frequency. I will always remember that rose. It's a fragrance of the experience. It's a practice in itself. And that was very important for me. So thank you. Most powerful aspect. Hmm? Juliane, most powerful. The enlightenment hinges on it in the dependent origination, you get it there. You recognize that, thank you. This may seem like a small thing, but I don't fall asleep anymore um, during the meditations. Now, that is incredible to me. I have a kind of narcolepsy that when you begin to talk, I'm absolutely gone, and this is um, 18 years, starting on 19. Don't forget I'm, to I've never, tell us the number of retreats. Well, this is 92. <laughs> it took that long. <laughs> and isn't it, you, have, you have to make effort, you have to live another 90 years. I thought, well, oh, it's because I'm taking tea now, because Shakti gave me a thermos, and I could fill it with green tea and, and sip it all during the day, and I thought, oh, that's, that's what it is. But um, for some reason, I stopped drinking the tea. I think that's what was keeping me awake, because I couldn't sleep even at night. And so I stopped the tea, and still I didn't fall asleep. Good. I mean, there were moments when I would fade uh, away, uh -huh. But I brought it back, and I, I still was present mostly. And that's really incredible. That is a big thing. You said it does, will not be, it's not a big thing you are sharing. It's a big thing. It's for you. It matters how much value it was for you. And what did you, what insight did arise? Well, some you shared, 
Another one. Well, that it really does take this process time. Yeah. And I can't push it, and I can't be dissatisfied because it isn't the way I'd like. Yeah. I just have to let it do what it needs to Stepping do. Stepping back what we just heard. Everyone needs that. And allow that. That is very special. Caring for yourself. Mm -hmm. I had so many other thoughts <laughs> right now. It's louder. Oh, I, I had many other thoughts as the microphone was going around, and um, I can. Again, it was very interesting coming in and out, and uh, yeah. and um, tuning in. Yeah, and immediately coming into your presence, and I. Uh, Again and again, with, with all my years of practice and doing different things, I mean, the being with you is is the whole of the Dharma. I mean, it's right here and For it's you. immediate and it's it's you just teach in in every moment. It's just a, a expansion of the teachings, and I I just yeah I just melt. I love to be in your presence and uh, to share this space and what you're offering. And I'm, I'm just always grateful. So. Thank you. Don't forget the one behind you. Here, yeah, she gets it, yeah. Kat, what was your name? Katrinka. Yeah, Katrinka. Um, feeling the elements, uh, feeling air and earth and fire and water. And how would you describe these feelings? Um, what quality do they have? We all feel the quality of um, sharpness in the earth, uh, in my shoulders, and it moving more to, to water. It being um, becoming water. Mm -hmm. um, but mostly the sense of less, of more element and less me, less ego. <laughs> Thank you. So, Richard, I, I think I realized more deeply how much. Well, actually, I think I, I didn't know how much I had become unaware of how much your teaching is in me. And I was reminded this week how much I have taken in and integrated what I've learned from you. The style, you mean? Everything. Yeah, the Buddha. And how rare you are in terms of continuity, of carrying the Dharma so continuously. Um, and I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for the present. <laughs> I'm grateful.
I really appreciated practicing being in the practice with people, so having to be mindful and then actually look at people and interact. And I saw how I project myself out to someone else as soon as I open my eyes and I lose some part of myself. So I... What was it? I lose some part of myself uh -huh. often when I... Usually. Often, or yeah. maybe usually. <laughs> well, when or I, often, I meant. Yeah. Um, and? So that was a wonderful practice for me to notice that ejection of myself out towards someone else and then to become aware and to come back ah. into myself and practice sitting full, full in myself while being with someone else. And also the practice, I came with a lot of um, recent loss and fear and felt it in my back and my heart and I really spent time seeing going into the pain in my body and watching how it changed and I don't think I've noticed that before. It really started to unravel and <laughs> become different and defining it versus pain, as you said, pain isn't anything. And so when sensation. I started to it is it is sensation. It sensation and it when I itself. Yeah, and when I described the sensation more mm -hmm. versus just pain, which to me equals fear, uh -huh. um, it became less fearful and less painful. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I uh, came to this retreat feeling pretty tight and closed and uh, didn't realize how tight and closed until I became more open. <laughs> um, so that's the uh, the the thing I feel a huge amount of gratitude to you for um, helping me to experience more openness and connection. And in particular, last night, when we had the uh, silence sitting after dinner, and they opened my eyes, you know, all these flowers and balloons, and you had your flower crown on, and whew, this huge burst of joy came in. And that was lovely. Thank you. And thank you for creating that. I feel so much love and gratitude for you, Ruth, and your teachings, and everyone here. And my first week retreat, I feel so grateful. I had such a dramatic experience and it was a miracle for me um, and it took your support Ruth and me being in this group um, I haven't been able to meditate sitting up for quite a while and I hit some anger in my chest and my spine and I was able to sit here in rage mm. and stay with it and hear Ruth's supportive words here and there, knowing that she was seeing my experience. And after about, I don't know, <laughs> it felt like years, but it was probably about 15 minutes, it broke open. And oh, I felt so much energy and such a release. And 
a similar thing happened in my lower back, just staying with it and letting go and having to take care of myself for a day um, to be able to come back to sit. I'm, I'm just so grateful that I'm able to sit to meditate again. It just means the world to me. Well, the food was very good, the cornbread and the tempa. There was a lot of pleasures here. The floors heat up. You can turn the dial to the number you want and in two hours it goes up. And um, yeah, with all the pleasure that's here, you can notice the pleasure and Pleasure gets turned up by the act of noticing it. So I enjoyed my stay here. To Bob, to your left. Mm -hmm. My heart is very full. Uh, I want to thank my wife, Mary, for. Um, bringing me here. I wanted to do this. I thought of myself as doing a lot of work over my life, so far in my life, but this was unbelievable. We were talking about going to Hawaii, but I didn't know I was going to come to heaven. <laughs> um, for me, impermanence and your discourse on death was the powerful. But I want to thank you for teaching us humanity. Um, I think you're a living treasure. And I, I, I really mean that. And you really have taught us, and your teachers, and I just, I'm overwhelmed with the love for you and celebration. Your party last night and how you slowed everybody down to focus not only through your birthday, it became my birthday. And I love you too. Thank you. You weren't jealous, Mary, were you? <laughs> he said, I love you. Isn't that wonderful? When we are on the ground, staying there, the differences and the which we express, they fall all away. You stay there, and these are all the flowers. No matter how they come out, you're part of it. You understand it rightly. That is hinging upon it. The progress of our practice in understanding it correctly. First aspect of the Eightfold Path Right understanding is capitalized, not against wrong, right because of this, Bob, which has touched you, too. Um, well, 
I feel like I I find myself um, wishing I had feelings of of uh, abundant love and gratitude and um, I feel like I went through something really uh, traumatic <laughs> about a year and a half ago and it's still this week was just coming up and um, it feels like there's a lot of uh, things that shut me down in that in what happened and um, I feel like this this even though I, I have been trying to work with it and trying to open my heart and sit with the feelings and um, I feel like this week is the first time I've really uh, found a place that's, I mean, even just a few moments of being deeper than that. Like I'm not just that, those feelings of anger and um, sadness and loss. and um, And so I feel like for a few moments, it feels like there have been, there have been, I guess every day there's always a few moments, which is good to notice right now, but, um, uh, yeah, every day it feels like there are a few moments of just tapping into something that is, um, I mean, I guess I call it love, or something that feels deeper than any, anything I'm struggling with. Um, and just, just, uh, I guess having the insight that I I live in a place usually of feeling like things should be a certain way, like I should feel certain feelings and I should be unfolding in a certain way, and um, just that that uh, just getting glimpses of it's all like there's some kind of um, I don't know how to describe it even like a there's some kind of unity in, in all of it, even if it's painful and I'm, I'm not feeling really open-hearted in every moment. It's still just appreciating each moment. Like if I can sit with whatever's there, it's, um, there's great beauty in it. Like it's just, a, it feels like a, a, there's a dance or a, a creativity in it, even if it's not, you know, all these ideas of what, should be happening, so yeah, um, yeah. get it, huh? yeah. So thank you. <laughs> I got up. Continue. I'm just climbing back. It feels like um, some kind of grace brought me here to be with you, Ruth. Without my doing it, it just came to me to be here. And I've been really moved by uh, my experience here on so many levels. And one in particular was your sharing about, is it Howard, your husband? Uh Henry. I was so moved by your sharing of the story of Henry and your last moments with him and the funeral. And then this morning I went and ended up at the death altar. And the whole sharing about impermanence really moved me in a deep way of opening myself up to appreciation of life and what is, and letting go of this 
constant struggle of trying to control what is and want it to be the way I want it to be. And I, I got really fed up with the dukkha. <laughs> and I was really mad at you. The dukkha would not leave me alone. And then from another space of dukkha, I decided I would subdue the dukkha. <laughs> I would win over the dukkha. And then I woke up in so much pain in my body. And I realized that in my attempt to subdue the dukkha, I was causing a lot more dukkha. <laughs> and that if I could have more compassion for the dukkha That's and important. for myself, that I could relax. Thank you. Thank you. So take one minute just to get up, and when you have acknowledged you are up, you go down again. <laughs> there is no more. Yeah. All right. Well, we can stay and we can give hands and make a circle and that's the ending. Maybe that would be better. Better. You come to me. Quickly make a little bit more order then. Push. Gee. Oh, push those Yeah, push, push it push back. Come up, up. Push okay. it back. Yeah, well, that's all right. Just then, it looks, Jean, it looks like you leave the whole tent there. You have brought it in the warehouse now. So, my dear Dharma friends, Let's just re-establish our baseline, our being here where life is, and uh, get a sense of that the preciousness of it, this human body we have received without asking it uh, for it. And uh, here we are finding ourselves standing for the last few minutes. Um, let's connect uh, to that basic, beautiful goodness in us, to the meta space we have collected, and uh, through our practice being here, collected uh, a, a lot of beautiful, pure energy and uh, have it available in such a way that we can share it and uh, can ask uh, everybody here and beyond, may you be able to benefit and experience the richness of my Dharma, the result of my practice, and may you, in that way, uh, be happy with yourself or experience again that what comes from our contact. May all being, may we, each other in our contact, benefit from the goodness of the practice 
and from the goodness that arises from the practice. Close your eyes and go to yourself now and express your metta to yourself in that way. Uh, May all my doings, my actions, my speech, my virtues, my interaction with life, my bows, benefit from the result from my practice, from my dharma, and may it in that way call my heart to wider opening and to greater authenticity, whatever comes from it. That's a little matter for myself. And in the same way to everybody here, may you all, my dear Dharma friends, you say the same in yourself and look around, benefit from the goodness of my practice. It's beautiful to understand yourself in that way. May you all benefit from the goodness of my practice, from more aware speech, from from the love which I opened up to. So my practice, may you benefit from it, from my compassion, from my smiles, from my joy. Nothing is so contagious than this, the, the Dharma, energy of Dharma. Now we go beyond the circle, see all those beyond here in the close vicinity and beyond to Woodacre, to Fairfax and to San Rafael and beyond over the Golden Bridge and the other bridge, Bay Bridge, um, beyond and beyond and circle around the globe. One time or another we will find ourselves far away places. Me, you can say there, can apply that too. May you all, whomever I meet, whenever, benefit from the goodness of my practice, from my insights, from my um, awakenedness, nessness, hmm? to whatever degree. And may you be blessed, and may you hmm, all, whomever I meet, or may that meeting always, um, not, be not always, or not always in the highest uh, uh, strength, but in whatever way, uh, have a spark from the Dharma. And if it is 25% from the smallest spark, it is enough. We can grow that way. And may you all in that way, or in your own way, um, be able 
and to live with ease and to remember your life and uh, meet the Dharma and have the eyes for it. The Dharma comes in many ways. It's not. And may we able to also see the, in our lives in these ways. May wherever I am have that uh, sensitivity, that dharma available, uh, or can detect it wherever it is and can connect it. In that we are bringing, we are blessing our actions, our interactions, and it uh, can keep us um, more continuously in the atmosphere or touch with our basic goodness, with our basic, with our seeds of enlightenment, with our dharma. That's enough (laughs) meta for now. I did it in a different way. No, not yet. No, 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 no. We have now to really finish it. It's not enough finished. We have to go to the space of gratefulness, and um, which is expressed sometimes sharing the merit. It's the same thing what I already said. But let us consciously be grateful with a subtle bow for this place that has come into being. And, and it is not just a place um, which will, I mean, let me say it differently. It is a place which has uh, some endurance. It will stay for some time and for many generations, I feel, to come to be a space for a way for coming to their humanity. and. Uh, that's why I like it so much. It is solid, and it is uh, there in the middle of these wonderful hills. I am grateful for for the for it, and in that time, in that same, with the same breath, I like invite you to share the merit uh, of our practice and goodness with the staff here with um, all those who have voluntarily and on 25% stipend and on 75% stipend and on nothing stipend, on zero stipend, contributed to this marvelous uh, event, especially now, I mean, our retreat and have accommodated us so beautifully. I like uh, um, also, of course, to go to my to go to my source, um, um, where I received my dharma to, from to my teacher, because I feel it is because of my teacher <laughs> that you are with me. Mm-hmm. I would have never met you 
So it's nice to go back to these roots a little bit of the tree. And I like uh, to connect to my teacher and his, hear him calling us again and again, tired listeners, to the seeing anicca, our mortality, on a change of things. And he, he implanted um, in me the importance and the trust to, uh, that if you look into that deep enough, all the other two great characteristics of um, um, the Dharma, Dukkha, and that no-self-think hmm, that uh, comes into light with ease. Huh? And uh, I think I followed a little bit yesterday in, in this retreat his uh, desire and his, his uh, emphasis. Ah, I'm grateful that I uh, uh, succeeded to go with there. I didn't want to go. My husband schlepped me. Only my fear that he will stay in that monastery and not come back. Now, I didn't want to wait outside. I better thought I'll go with him and wait. Well, so then please take a, a connect to that. Let's consciously share the merit of our practice with my teacher, Siyaji. Siyaji, you back in. He, wa- he was a lame, lay person at, and a uh, big uh, uh, officer in the government. Very busy. He was retired and he still taught and went to work. He was a good model for me in that. So, and then uh, Dharma friends, um, Next, uh, uh, it's uh, necessary to share the marriages of the, our practice, to give our blessings and our gratefulness, uh, to uh, hear to, this, uh, to the birds and to the, to the um, uh, turkeys mm-hmm. and all those little critters, and to the deers and to the grass, dry or not, to the beautiful oak trees to the blue skies, to the misty skies, to the marvelous morning suns, and you can say, oh, I could stay another 10 days, but because you know you don't, it's finished. So you can allow yourself the gesture of of generosity. So let's go back to this being here, feeling this moment will be the last part of our gathering here. As you perceive yourself <clears throat> and feel connected in you to your breath, to your pulse, and to your living energy, the bond between each other as Dharma sisters and Dharma brothers. 
no matter how much <clears throat> we practice, there will be inevitably be this sense of, oh, how am I going to do it at home? Please be at rest. It is quite simple on the basic level. It is just uh, to be mindful. And that means turning to what you call your life, living. And it occurs, and it occurs for our mind to notice only in this present moment. And that's all, and that is baseline. Be mindful. And then we have right away that sense of available, of not clinging, and kind of letting go what was there. Um, in an, in in kind of inappropriately, we can drop that moment expectations or hope. We can rely that moment immediately <clears throat> upon our basic goodness and power. There are of course a few things to do and maybe to recollect ourselves right now. Despite we have practiced so very, very beautifully, intensely, and I have reminded and in my uh, sharing the Dharma with you very often that what we are doing is happening in our lives. It is not separated. I'm sure we will have um, a way to recollect and remember a few instances where we can bring the Dharma, <clears throat> that uh, atmosphere of opening up, of being mindful and present quite easily and often and more often into our day-to-day -day life, wherever we are. Base or f base again for our practice at home is to establish a kind of a little schedule for sitting where we are just alone, undisturbed in a corner of your living room or in another room, which I learned in Japan is called Tokonoma, a place where you have a flower, or the image of your Buddha, or your goddess, where you kneel down to yourself, where you gather the energies in a very special way. Then let us maybe realize that we can be <coughs> mindful to all activities, lifting the bucket, fastening your clothes on the line, washing line, walking is also an activity, cleaning your car and so on. Just again, recollecting ourselves in this possibility. I can be present and I can in this way rejoice in my own process of life. I can 
with each moment of attention to my activity, experience a sense of appreciation and sometimes of gratefulness to having it available, that having it or something available to delight my life, to bring some ease. In moments of stress or with special tension, the best thing to do is just to remind yourself that our breathing, the breath, the element that comes from the outer universe that nurtures us to acknowledge, and if it isn't there, in greatest care or sensitivity, invite it with your assistance a few times, and it will integrate and you will be connected to the final level at the same time, to the level of body, sensation of life force and consciousness. Of course, paying attention or recollecting ourselves that our walking that is happening throughout the day to acknowledge and to use also as a moment for connecting to our living process. The Dharma in this way gets more and more into my day-to-day life. We realize that it is, um, uh, when we realize that it is everywhere, it is in the office, it is on the freeway, it is uh, whilst you are in the kitchen, whilst you are <clears throat> on your computer. We begin to realize or get attached to the Dharma is the totality of our lives. That is the, that's where we always end up in this connection to the present moment, to that life, to the life, life's occurrence. And in this way, we open up more and more to experience the delight of the Dharma and realize more and more, I can do it. My faith becomes more safe. My bow more authentic. The seeds of wisdom come in various, sometimes or often, in very unexpected moments. up or to our attention, sometimes to our surprise, for the Dharma begins to follow us. Mindfulness is close, doesn't go so 
much away anymore. The more we see our melodrama, our forgetfulness. And that brings, makes us in a genuine way, kind of simple, we realize the essence, what is important. I have my direction. The confusions are reducing. It becomes more easy and more natural unfolding. I may call your attention to remember um, our mortality. We had uh, various ways during this retreat chances to see it quite close and I think not um, also for the reason that it was my birthday of where we acknowledged my life that is lived 80 years. So um, that brought us um, um, I think a greater openness <clears throat> and uh, closeness to this um, phenomenon we are living, the eminency of death. <clears throat> and um, maybe also some more trust to step forward with less fear into the age before us, into the aging process that is for many of you beginning to proceed, to become more clear. <clears throat> Connecting to this phenomenon in us, anicca, change, impermanence, death, very, uh, very potently let's go <clears throat> our judging, our categorizing, our projections, our clinging to the past or reaching out. It's very powerful um, recollection and very powerful force <clears throat> when we get a touch of it in our hearts for transforming and weaning us out of the condition into the Dharma con uh, atmosphere. I would also say, um, like to remind you <coughs> to realize um, this this space of compassion and love that also is um, not it's not easy for us all the time to to express it or to have it available no matter how much we practice it is a beautiful um, space 
um, actually it is the second half or the first half of the enlightened mind. One is wisdom and the other one is compassion and love. Let's here and then remember the deepest level, or that the deepest level where there is no I to be found. I'm very happy to say and realize that we have had a few touches of it very direct, where we could see that we are not uh, governed by some entity here, that everything what is living here is part of what I call me. So we saw we are a process. And when we allow love uh, to, 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 to come to us or to, to be present or to help us, then we can realize why as we recognize we are a process, I am not the one who loves and who expresses that, uh, um, that state of mind. It is love itself that begins to act. It doesn't need an I, an authority. And the more we recognize this, this, this truth in us, the emptiness of an independent self, the more we can freely, authentically love or let that um, space love uh, ex- express itself. Many, many un- loads of unwholesomeness or conditions are we, um, are we losing, are we giving up with our in greatest ease. It is actually effortless, the transition. Well, mm, yeah. Many, many painful, many painful elements and hardships and confusions uh, can drop immediately when we realize we have given space and have stepped back from I. Then love has space to function by itself unhinderedly. And in this way, we step forward um, in our day-to-day life, in our moment-to-moment life, in the protection of the Dharma, in greater safety, in greater joy, and nothing is there for us to be uh, uh, interfered or to frighten us, safely do we want 
do our pilgrim's path of awakening. Nothing or very <clears throat> much less can affect us in such a way that we kind of are in confusion and bewildered. All that subsides and we can witness and experience, enjoy this, um, yeah, I would say this reconstruction of our consciousness from conditioned consciousness to Dharma consciousness to its absolute, to its highest level. And then something very naturally arises, what the Buddha points out also to cultivate, and that is humility, genuine one. Then <clears throat> that is very important in life. We realize we don't need always to make a statement and uh, a stand. Stepping back <clears throat> gives us greater uh, a chance to watch, to realize what is happening. Gives us then greater energy to step into that life with greater confidence and effectiveness for healing what is to be healed or put into order. <clears throat> we are the truth unfolding, my dear Dharma sisters, Dharma brothers. The literal meaning of Vipassana is actually very simple to describe, to see things clearly. And not only in my own body-mind process, in my own life, but to see it everywhere. Clearly, the events, the lives of others, very clearly, my relationships, my situations, my relating to the world beyond this world I live. And that is the meaning of vipassana, or that is the actualizing without greed, without hatred, without delusion, we come to it as we are developing, permit this Dharma to us, in us to go. One retreat, not enough. Eighty, not enough it becomes a way of life. And cherish it. Don't.
think that much for considering our practice at home to continue. Let us uh, seal it with our uh, Dharma resolve or the chant we here and then did. And may I maintain well-being in myself in your consciousness um, kind of comprehend what is be understood well-being the first four lines remember freedom from hostility freedom from ill will freedom from anxiety and afflictions let me abide in well-being accomplishing and working with that gives me this inspiration. Let me be expressed in this line, in this way. May I maintain well-being in myself can be such a beautiful meta for you without doing any more several times it lets you allow that to it comes closer to your heart I do that when I walk across the uh, across the sandy pass from my house to the zendo in the morning or any time Sometimes I feel my God. It feels like I'm conditioned, but it isn't. The heart is open and you cannot. You see the beauty, you feel your connections. You, you, you are there and it comes, you, want, you, you cherish it in that moment. And then I hear myself, and may I maintain well-being in myself. Cherishing means that you want to, you, you, you stay with it. You don't want to forget it. And in the midst of experiencing it, that beauty, your connectedness, the beautiful morning, sunrise, or the whatever, <clears throat> the blue sky or the rainy sky, and you, you, you see um, that you are present to it. It just uh, comes and pours out. It's not a desire. It is a, sta- a kind of a confirmation, but it is actually the expression I feel when I do that, of caring, of um, may I maintain. That means... Wake, 
it's also a reminder to be awake and to continue in your attention. Hmm? It's such, such a lovely matter. Let's do it for the three natural laws by which we are governed. <laughs> three times. With the greatest uh, inner connection and a beautiful breath. And may I maintain well-being in myself and may I maintain well-being in myself at the end you see all of them to whom you do this uh, wish the same but not saying it you just know so you can freely be that egotistic that moment because you connect to all and may I maintain well-being in myself and may I maintain well-being in myself let's stand up for a moment for the last section of our um, being here together. We really don't. I'll be here. I stay here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could go down, but mm-hmm. I don't want to go far. All right. Um, step forward a little, yeah. And let's do our walking five minutes or so together with the chant. And may I maintain well-being in myself. And may I maintain well-being in myself. Notice that you see it. It talks about us. Use your hands. You need, in the way it feels. How do you indicate well-being? You see, it's an opening up, and it's well-being of all of here. So you may notice your hands going down. Maintain means maybe horizontal. Just let the motion kind of come from this growing tree, (laughs) from your aliveness. And may I maintain well-being in myself. Here is yourself. You see? Gets one great aspect in the practice is uh, in this advancing and getting deeper. It's just a kind of, it's not to be taken literally. It refers to, to life, actually, inside, deep, 
in our heart, we say, but it's also not really an experience. In myself and may I maintain well-being in myself and may I maintain well-being in myself and may I maintain well-being in myself. This half looks this way, turn. This half looks to them. And I go here. We talk about ourselves now. And may we maintain well-being in ourselves. We talk to each other, to all of us. And may we maintain well-being in ourselves. And may we maintain well-being in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Three times more and try not just to go to one face. Take them all in. And the most connected way to yourself. Don't let the other, what you see and connect, not disturb you and take you out of your. That's we. And may we maintain well-being in ourselves. Did you feel that? It is a difference when we just are kind of going to all of us and include us. Hmm? So, then let's take two minutes, stepping a little bit forward, just in silence feeling us as a Sangha in the last minute, minutes of our retreat.
Let's sit down again. Should we start a little bit gently? Yeah. Yeah? Uh-huh. Um, so now I invite you to your own saying goodbye to us in the form of sharing or telling everyone what you take home or how, what has touched you or um, what was your um, kind of foremost ex- was important for you to awake to or to see in your growing process that would be nice. I think we are very few. We have still half an hour left. So, um, in order to you come a little closer, we will have now to kind of closer because we will not understand otherwise. Yeah, move in, move in. Yeah, come right, right till that line. That is fine. Stop. That's fine. And here, fill up. Leave a little time for uh, metta. Yeah. That's right. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, just not long. I will one minute, everyone. <laughs> and uh, I don't do anything here. Also, um, you you take the the bell, if you want. Where's my small bell? Take take this, and. Um, Make a, a sign, a gentle one that says no more. I forgot about it, and we, we both discussed it. I would have probably not uh, do the chanting so long, but was it good? Yeah. Sometimes that is more important than words, you know, when you really get some uh, new. Uh, assistance here for connecting, for becoming more genuine. (laughs) So, I will... I sit here. No, I don't need that. All right, here we are. Who wants to start? Yeah, and then I don't uh, then I, I don't ask anymore. Let's do this way. We start maybe with um, who raised their hand? Yeah, good. You start, Mary, and then the next, the outer uh, circle, and then it comes this way. And if you don't want to say. Anything you can bow, and uh, um, then we understand you are enlightened. <laughs> you don't need to say any and accept it. It's difficult to say, but you could say, you know, for me was um, I was touched. That moment you may point out is maybe is at this specific moment when it happened, 
or was it a response to what I said, to what I invited you? I think um, I can say uh, freely, um, without hesitation, it was a very special retreat. Yeah. Okay. So short, Mary. Yeah. A little louder. You, why don't you stand up? I came in very much feeling uh, the pain of separation that was around um, my daily life of work. Mm-hmm. And I think the whole experience here, particularly the meditation on death, Mm-hmm. made me see that uh, that I can live the Dharma good. all the time. I pointed that out much. Very good. Mm-hmm. Ruth, don't you want to take this? It is. No, I mean, oh, oh, yeah. Why not? So you come here. We can. There's How shall we do it? No. No, here. Oh, they are equipped here with the latest. Oh, I see, that's fabulous. Mm-hmm. And so you take this in your hand? Uh-huh. So you have to say it again? <laughs> You're sure? Sorry. Yeah. To speak it. right into it. Very close, you have to hold it. Good idea, thank you. It's so moving and, and this experience. Yeah. It's very true. You know, my mother, sister-in-law, when I t- called her from my last retreat last year and told her that I missed the plane that went into the tower, and I spoke, uh, at the, I said, Mar- Margaret, that has only shown me and brought me closer to epitome this moment and realized that it is always around here, hmm? and so on. And she, she had an answering machine which tapes it. And so when I went to Thanksgiving and there was a family, Henry's <laughs> um, um, sister, um, a family gathered and she played that. That gave a different tonus for the party. And so it's nice to hear it and to... Again, when I came in here, I was feeling very much the pain of separation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my thoughts were concerned around knowing that this was a very gentle and supportive environment. And I was very concerned about going back to my life Mm -hmm. and maintaining. And the whole process here, but in particular, I think, in the moment of the meditation that you led on death, I really understood that I could live the Dharma all the time. Everyone about
Hi. Um, I always find it difficult to break the silence. It's such a, a gentle place and that's the hard part for me to go home is all the noise that's in the world. Is that recording? I think you speak, must speak a little louder. Louder? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's better? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I was saying it's just, it's difficult for me to break the silence. It's a treasured place for me, being with all of you. Um, thank you for your dedication to the practice that I felt very supported through the week. And thank you, Ruth, for your beautiful teaching. Uh, I've been a student of Arena Wiseman's for the last six years, and she suggested it be a good training for me to come and sit with you. And indeed it has, in ways I couldn't have known. So I thank you very, very much. And I go home today with uh, renewed energy to my mm. practice. And uh, a lot to think about. And thank you to all of your teachers and your helpers. Thank you. I think what I appreciated most was the understanding that joy is really an important part of Vipassana. And the dance is a metaphor for life. And joy. And joy. Thank you. I was not able to attend the entire retreat, but for the first few days um, that I was here, what seemed to happen for me and for what I'm most grateful right now is the depth of awareness in the body and the connection to the life force that I was able to feel, particularly with Ruth's guidance mm -hmm. and Ruth's hints. I think I was able to access a deeper, Baseline. more spacious connection, um, which I will carry with me as always. Thank you, Ruth. I was um, deeply touched by many parts of this retreat. Um, <clears throat> I really appreciate the style in which you teach the Dharma. I've, I don't, I haven't had a practice, or I, I haven't practiced. I've been to a couple other retreats, and in the moment, you know, I stay with it, and then I forget. But there's so many things that I learned at this retreat that. I intend to make this a daily practice. Thank you. I've been um, very uh, overwhelmed and concerned with what's going on in the world, with the wars and great harm to many people and for about a year now, this has been creating so much anger inside of me that I've really been blocked off from being able to be with people and feel much joy. And this is my first uh, 
really my first meditation experience. And I brought to it that anger and projected it out towards everyone here. And um, through the teachings, I was able to let go and experience uh, what you just mentioned of once you step back and let go, um, love comes in and does the work for you. And uh, I'm feeling very warm towards everybody. And I'm hoping to bring that back with me as I hope to join myself with others who are um, working to stop the war that's happening and on so many levels. So I thank you very deeply. Perhaps those of us who have already spoken can pass our time on to the new. Hmm. Can pass our time on to the new, uh, to those who haven't spoken. I didn't understand. For those that, of us that spoke last night. Ah, uh, yeah, good. That might be. But still, you said we can go a little bit later. Yeah, it's 10.20. 10.20. Well, till quarter of two, you said we can. No. <laughs> you did. <laughs> quarter to ten, you said. You told me. Yeah, quarter, quarter to eleven. Oh, yeah, well, just what you said. Yeah, not two. <laughs> Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.